It was one of those bright early March days that made you think spring had to be here. Even though you knew the winter bitch wasn't yet ready to loosen her grip and move completely out of town. Morgan Yancey sometimes lost track of what season it was anyway. He'd have to stop and think, was he in the northern hemisphere or the southern? His job demanded that he travel to hell holes at a moment's notice so he could find himself going from the Arctic to the Iraqi desert, from there to South America, wherever it was in the world that his talents were needed. 36 hours ago, he'd arrived at the small condo that passed for home these days, slept the first 24 hours, and awakened to the discovery that his days and nights were mixed up. Wasn't the first time, wouldn't be the last. So he stayed up a while, ate some peanut butter smeared on stale crackers, worked on his gear, ran seven miles in the dark city to tire himself out, then conked out again. When he woke, it was spring, or as good as. He took a cool shower to blow the rest of the cobwebs out of his head, then rummaged in the refrigerator and found that his last bag of ground coffee had enough in it to make half a pot. Good enough. He opened the carton of milk, sniffed, winced, and poured it down the drain. There was some fuzzy green cheese in the fridge too, so he tossed it. No doubt about it, he had to do some grocery shopping while he was home this time. He could do without cheese and milk, but things got dicey if he didn't have coffee. Funny how he could go days, weeks without it, drinking whatever was handy, but when he was home, he damn well wanted his coffee. The bright sunlight lured him out onto his postage stamp patio. Coffee cup in hand, he stepped out and assessed the situation. The weather was perfect, just cool enough not to classify as warm, but warm enough that he was comfortable without a jacket. There was a light breeze, and a few cotton ball clouds floated by. Well, fuck. Life was tough sometimes. He didn't have a choice about it. He had to go fishing. He'd lose his man license if he let a day made specially for fishing slip by without taking his boat out. Besides, the old shark needed to have the cobwebs blown out of the motor every now and then. He did upkeep on it whenever he was home, but it hadn't had a good run in about five months, which, come to think of it, might have been how long it had been since he'd had more than a day at home. The team sure as hell had been on a grueling stretch. He fished his cell phone from the cargo pocket on his right thigh and called Kodak, a buddy from his go team. Kodak's real name was Tyler Gordon, but when you had eidetic memory, what the hell else could people call you besides Kodak? Kodak sounded a little groggy and froggy when he answered. Not surprising, considering he'd been on the last job with Morgan. Yeah, what's up? The combination of hoarseness and borderline consciousness made the words barely intelligible. Fishing, I'm taking the shark out. Wanna go? Fuck, don't you ever sleep? I've been sleeping. I've slept for most of two days. What the hell have you been doing? Sometimes not sleeping. I'm sleeping now, or I was. There was the sound of a huge yawn. Have fun, buddy, but I won't be there having it with you. How long you going to stay out? Until about dark, probably. He should have expected this. Kodak was a horned dog, pure and simple. 
He'd have thought about getting his rocks off even before putting some decent food in his belly. Not that Morgan hadn't thought about getting his own rocks off, but that had come after food, and he hadn't gotten any further than the thought. There was another yawn. I'll give it a pass this time. Catch you later. The air went dead as Kodak disconnected. Morgan shrugged and slipped the phone back into his pocket, so he'd be fishing alone today. He didn't mind. Most times he preferred it. The sun, the wind, the water, the blessed solitude. It was great, especially when he was unwinding from a job. Within five minutes, he'd downed enough coffee to get him by, pulled on a shirt and some socks and boots, and was in his truck heading for the marina. Breakfast came from a fast food drive through but hell, it wasn't as if he didn't eat crap most days of his life anyway. Besides, in his opinion, America had some great tasting crap. If the fat police really wanted to complain about food, they should go to some of the shitholes he'd visited. After that, then maybe they'd have a deeper appreciation for tasty crap.